Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Aspinall. And joining me through Discord, it is uh, the disembodied voice of my co-host. It is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top god, Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, everybody? For those on YouTube, sorry you're going to be missing my handsome face, but uh, I can't do it this week. But I had to pull up for the pod because uh, this is a big one. We got six chapters. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we got a busy week. Uh, but also joining us uh, is the not disembodied voice of my producer, my brother. It is Edgelord. Big news, Brian. Big news. What's up, nerds? Hey, it's just me and Brian on the big screens today. Uh, very excited. Uh, we got, we like Josh said, we do have six series to get through. We got the return of Black Clover. We got Chainsaw Man again today. Uh, and all the other stuff that we usually talk about, of course. Jujutsu Kaisen's back. So let's not waste any goddamn time. Let's get into plugs really fast. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram and at NY Chillin with an E-N, not I-N-G. And that's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Brian? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll uh, where you guys vote on your favorite chapter and we reveal it to the public on the show. Uh, I just want to rectify a mistake real fast. Uh, I'll do it after the theme song drops. But um, last week, I did not give the audience RGC to the one that deserved it. So I will rectify that immediately after we're done here with the plugs. So, yeah, vote. I won't mess it up this time. <laughs> uh, so, you know keep casting your votes there um you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about uh email us there uh we uh, appreciate all feedback if you don't want to email us you can uh comment underneath any video you're watching whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week tell us what you guys think about the manga that we are covering this week because we got a lot of them uh, check us out there. Uh, while you're at it, subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a, uh, give us a subscribe. Give us a share. Give us a like. We like likes. So do that. It makes me happy every time I see a like. Um, and uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, never fear. We are on all these audio podcasts. Every single episode you've ever done is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. So check us out. There's a link in the bio as well. That'll lead you to our iTunes or Spotify, whatever you guys listen to. Uh, and I think that's it. Leave us a five-star review. Please do on, on whatever you're listening to. Spotify allows you to rate podcasts now. Give us a five-star on that. Uh, and that's it for real this time. Uh, let's get into the show proper. One Piece. This is One hey, Piece. Yo. This is One Piece chapter 1055. Uh, is the t- oh, yeah. The New Era. That's pretty good. Pretty good title for what's happening here. Uh, last we left off in One Piece, uh, the uh, the Admiral Greenbull has uh, descended upon Wano's uh, borders and has been causing a lot of chaos. He uh, started uh, confronting the Akazaya Nine, who are still standing, basically. Um, and uh, they're all right now 
uh, fighting him on the borders of Wano. In the meantime, uh, we have Robin being uh, guided by, uh, what's his name? The Odin, the Odin grandfather uh, down to the to the depths to find, uh, you know, Pluton and whatever. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, so, yeah, it's basically a valiant effort by the samurai. They're getting pretty washed. Uh, Rizo gets impaled by one of uh, Green Bull's weird tree tentacles. And they they suck the life force out of him. Pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the samurais had the nerve to ask, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's literally... This nigga looks like a raisin, bro. <laughs> a fucking prune. Yeah. Uh, it's re- it looks like that worm from SpongeBob. Remember oh. Oh, the old that. lady with the well, chocolate yeah. episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please yeah. tell me you remember. I do remember. I do it all the time. Yeah. Chocolates. <laughs> yes. Yo, Ryza looks like he wants some chocolates right now. <laughs> then he can eat some milk. <laughs> Get over here, you lazy uh, Conjuro. Conjuro's dead. I messed it up. Anyway. Ooh. Oof. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, I'll give myself one of these. Um, so, yeah. You might as well give Ryza one of those, too. Shit. Yeah, I mean, he's still alive. Uh, unless we see yeah, their, no. unless we see their dying breath, I assume... He's alive adjacent. <laughs> yeah, he's alive adjacent. Kawamatsu is trying to cut down. Every time he cuts down one of these tree branches, another one grows like a hydra. Um, and... Uh, you know, they're really struggling. Like, uh, Kawamatsu gets captured, Cat Viper gets captured, and, uh, we cut to Under the Palace in the Kozuki, uh, in, uh, the, in Kozuki's Sukiyaki secret chamber, um, where he's guiding both Robin and Law, uh, down to the depths. Um, they start talking about, you know, like, uh, just watch your step, there's mold down here. Uh, Kaido's never really, Kaido never reached this place. Like, I never showed them this place, but, they uh they only learned about it because Jack is a fishman. So um he was able to just like swim down there and uh and discover the poneglyph, the road poneglyph that lies beneath. Um so as they're walking down, Robin notices that there's a dim light coming from this weird hole in the wall and uh he's like go look at it. Uh and he goes they uh, Robin and um and Law both go. Ro- Law teleports there by the way. He uh he just goes and he's there. They look through the little glass that's in this uh, weird hole in the wall. And uh, what's revealed to be there is an old city of Wano. It's a uh, underwater, undersea Wano. Uh, and apparently 800 years ago, that was the original Wano. And uh, at some... Damn, 800. Yeah, 800. And apparently... it. Unbeknownst to you know how uh, to Sukiyaki, somehow that place got flooded, and also these mountains grew, grew around it to create kind of a wall. So the people of Wano had to obviously evacuate that lower Wano and travel up to the current Wano, which is actually way higher um, than where they are. It's like nearer to the top of the mountain, um, the Fuji Mountain that they that they live near. Right. Oh, I have a question. Um, actually, I have a couple questions, but I'm gonna try to scale to just one for a moment. Um, has anybody been revealed in the series to be like an Earth fruit user? 
Nah, I know yeah. that Ika was like the Stone Stone guy or something like that. Yes, he was able from to... From Dressrosa. Yes, he was able to merge with the the stone and, and manipulate it at, as, at his will. Oh, so he could not... It wasn't just like an enhancement thing. It was a manipulation thing yeah, too, right? He could yeah. manipulate... He was like an earthbender, essentially. Well, I he, didn't want to say it, but... He's not an earthbender. He would have to fuse with well, the earth I, in order to manipulate it. So it's a little different. He doesn't like pick up uh, rocks with his mind he he fuses with it and moves it as if it were in his own body um, right right so that means uh so with that said there's a possibility that however because mountains don't grow like plants right i mean they form through you know geological processes over thousands of years you mm -hmm. know i don't even think 800 years is a long enough time for just mountains to sprout out of nowhere but they look very particular, you know, yeah. so I would assume that it was the ability of someone that did that. Yeah, it could very well be somebody who you who used the stone stone fruit before. Um, it's all. Yeah, that's very possible because Sukiyaki uh, indicates or implies that uh, somebody made these walls or these walls are not natural. Like somebody right. created them to a degree. Um, oh, Without what he said specifically is that. It's like these walls somehow were erected and the whole place filled up with rainwater because there was nowhere for the water to go. Like these these this wall was so airtight that it basically created a a, a bowl of an island and uh and it eventually flooded. That's a lot of rainwater. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well that is eight hundred years. Yeah, eight hundred years worth of rainwater. Um so, yeah, it wasn't just a big flood. It was literally like the water had nowhere to go, and it literally flooded. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, we then cut to, they get to, I guess, the very bottom of this place, and uh, they arrive at the road poneglyph that they've been looking for forever. Are those the red ones? Yep. So now they have three in their possession. Uh, okay, first one was in Alabaster. The second one was Big Mom. No, first one was on Zo. Was on Onzo. Yeah. Oh, the Poneglyph in Alabaster just told them that there was the weapon that the weapon. Yes, Pluto it's was a, in Guana. It's a regular Poneglyph, for lack of a better word. It's not like a. These road Poneglyphs are literally the map to the One Piece. So. To oh, I see, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah, or to Raft. I mean, Robin's interested in all Poneglyphs in general. Yeah, but yeah, she reads every one she comes specific across. To the crew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, so they arrive at the road Poneglyph. Big Mom had one. They copied it, you know, back in Whole Cake. And now uh, they got the one they secured from Kaido, which is uh, under the Sukiyaki headquarters thing. Um, and uh, they, Sukiyaki goes on to explain that beneath, even further down into the earth, is where Pluton is set to be rested, which has brought up an interesting uh, theory by the people that I know about, I think. Um, Brian, I'd love to hear that when you're ready. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll t I'll, I'll say it after um, during my right, thoughts right. or whatever. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, he's uh, Sukiyaki. Also indicates he's never seen it, and he does not. He can't show it to them because he doesn't. I guess he doesn't know how. Uh, apparently, the way to retrieve Pluton is to destroy the walls or tear down the walls specifically. So that's what the opening of the borders means. <laughs> that all this time. Odin has just been basically Odin before he died basically commanded them to tear down the walls and release Pluton. Uh, that's a little crazy, um, but I wonder. 
So, you know, Robin naturally asks, like, why would he want this? Um, and Sukiyaki's like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell you what, what Odin learned abroad because, you know, his, I don't have his journals. Momonosuke does, though. So we may know, we may know fairly soon why Odin wanted this. Uh, mm. But uh, speaking of which, we turn back to the battle against Green Bull. Uh, all the samurai are in uh, dire straits. Um, Momonosuke is still like maintaining that um, that they don't call Luffy and them to to help this. Um, Yama- Yamato is just like, yo, we should just call them. They're 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 better than him. <laughs> they they straight up just say they can fuck this guy up now. They beat Kaido. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, Momonosuke is just like, no, we can't do that because like if we can't keep relying on them. Basically, we can't keep having them save our ass you know we got to be able to help ourselves because they're going to leave and then we're going to be fucked so we have to be able to watch after our own um right nobody's stopping this nigga from spinning the block after luffy smoked him you know what i'm saying like they come i'll come right back i mean the navy is technically just outside right now so you know well they can't get in this nigga could because he could fly again yeah he could fly. you're right yeah who knew yeah uh, Momonosuke, no. in his fury, uh, manages to uh, release a giant burn breath and impale. Or, as I like to call it, Dragon Beam. Dragon Beam. I'm Ooh, yo, motherfucking chest, nigga. What's up? <laughs> nah, actually, I was really hyped when I seen this. Yeah, that was really <laughs> cool. Go, I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, it was really Come cool. On, man. They couldn't make him just keep, like... <laughs> Fuck it up, like he had to do a little something. Yeah, a little dragon. Yeah, and it's cool. Like it shows that Momonosuke can grow and become stronger. Um, that's really cool. And he just keeps spamming the black, the the dragon beam. Uh, <laughs> just basically like forcing Green Bull into a corner. He has to regrow himself uh, outside of his giant uh, tree clone. Um. So he's a. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Green Bull's like you're trying to burn down an entire town. You know what? I know you mean business. You know I'm not. I'm not gonna fuck around anymore. I'll skewer you from mouth to tail. And I'm like, God damn, that's dark. You're a pitiful replacement. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as he's about to impale Momonosuke from mouth to tail, uh, we see like hockey lightning descending from afar. Uh, and all of a sudden, Green Bull just like reverts back to his human form, and he's just frozen. He's like, "Oh shit, this is Supreme King Hockey. Who's doing that?" And he knows he knows what time it is. He's like, "The Red Hairs. Oh shit, are you guys nearby?" <laughs> um, and you see that you, we cut back to Shanks's ship, and they're all telling him to relax because the new guys on his crew are foaming at the mouth; they can't handle the hockey. Um, and we see Shanks, who's Pointing his sword outward, and I, I, I think that's like how he channels his hockey. He like is able to aim it so directly. He like uses his sword as kind of like a conduit. Um, which I well, think- now we know that it's that that like I, I think prior before Wano, we didn't know that it could be used in an offensive manner that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so it makes a lot more sense now that yeah. that would be the case. Yeah, where you could just shoot it at people, and that's pretty cool. Um, At least he can. Yeah. So he basically was just like, now I'm not accusing you of fighting dirty, Navy man. But when the new shoots that just changed the pirating history are exhausted from their feet, 
don't you think that you're doing what you're doing is a bit much? And then he asks, him, like, are you that afraid of the new era? I mean, I, I respectfully disagree with 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 Mr. Redhair, but, you know, I get it. What do you mean? Uh, I don't, why would the Navy give a fuck? <laughs> they just finished the fight. That's the perfect time to get them. I just thought it was a weird statement. I think what he's saying is that they're so scared of, like, the new kids that they're going to, that they they wouldn't fight them in a fair way. They're just, like, jumping them now. Like, you know. Yeah. This, it's the Navy, bro. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, that's afraid. not, like, surprising for me. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Like, why, why would they wait for some pirates to be at base strong, you know? Am well, I, I guess Shanks, in his way, in his own way, is calling them pussy or something. You know, like, that's his, I get it. That's his way. Uh, yeah. You guys are pussies. Like I'm, I'm not gonna like linger on that too hard. I'm just saying. Like I was just like, well, what do you, what do you expect, Shanks? For, for you know, like yeah, for them to relax. Yeah. No. For sure. I get it. Anyway. So yeah, Fingers. I guess I guess Green Bull surrenders. Uh, he just fucks off, and um, that uh, you know Yama, Yamato and Momonosuke celebrate their victory. They're like, yeah, we fucking did it, even though they didn't do it. Um, you know, we cut to uh, a little bit of the celebration on it at the flower capital. Everybody's having a good time, and we find out that uh, Luffy, Sanji, Zoro, and Jinbei were fucking on the sidelines, just waiting and uh, oh, waiting to, have, to just yeah. have a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it it was really cool. They're like, wow, <laughs> oh shit, he's gone. Hmm. I guess we don't get to fight. And, uh, you know, they're like, not bad, Momo, not bad. They're congratulating their boy for sticking up for his country. Um, and uh, I think either Zoro or Jinbei, it's not clear who's talking in these bubbles for the most part. Uh, I mean, for the I could tell Luffy and, and Sanji a little bit. But uh, I think Jinbei mentions that, like, there was some monster hockey, hockey going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Luffy's like, yeah, what was that? It made me think of a familiar face. And the last panel we see on this chapter is Shanks uh, sailing away from the island. And that's where this chapter ends. Um, big, big fun chapter. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I love this chapter. Yeah. Um, I am struggling right now. I did not decide my RGC, guys. I'm very sorry. Well, I'll make it easy. This was uh, my, this was my RGC, what? personally. Brian, is this your RGC? No. Whoa. This isn't my RGC. Mm. It was close. Well, it's, it's super good. This is the second place, not my RGC, though. Well, yeah, this was a really a second really competitive week for manga again. So. Sure yeah. was. All right. Well, this is mine, okay? Certified, Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified uh, as far as thoughts go, um. There's a lot to digest here. Mm. Uh, I, I kind of want to just forego my thoughts and go straight into what you guys heard about theory. So what it may be. The only one and I know. just so we're clear, is he saying that Pluton is under the crust of the Earth? I mean, specifically, he's saying that deeper than where they are is where Pluton is, which is... Within the mountain. Deeper in the mountain. Yeah. The, they showed a picture for, for, for you guys yes. following along. He said it is further into the earth. What page is that? I know. Four? Where it is. Yeah. Page 
page, page sorry eight. guys page eight eight okay so you can see oh no not even not even this okay no it's yeah you're right i'm sorry chris page eight so you could see where they have these it's really ambiguous the way they explain it uh maybe it's just me but you see the staircase going down you see at present which is what is that referencing is that's that where, where they're, they're at at the moment yes in the room with the poneglyph yes that's the poneglyph room right 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 and surrounding the mountain Right, because it's not just a town in that one little spot on the left. It surrounds the mountain. We just can't see it because it's in a two D drawing. Yeah. But there's literally, I mean, unless they're saying that it's within the ruins of Wano, unless it's in that big cave or something like. No, no, no. That big cave is what leads to where they're at. Mm -hmm. I think they're implying that it's under. It's further underground. Yeah. Buried Um, under what was the past Wano as well. Yeah, and uh, who got who just got knocked straight underground? I know, and Big Mom. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got launched away though. They got knocked into the Earth's crust. Some people are saying that they'll just climb out of that shit and find Pluton. They got blasted away. No, they're underground. Do you not? They remember? got blasted away. No, they're underground. They Do got you not know? They got hit on the ground and then lava blew up and blew and blown them away. And no, they, they're still in the Well, the possible. Yeah, no, I'm not bugging. It did explode. It did explode, but it didn't say that they got knocked out of it. Uh, I'll tell you what. Y'all talk y'all shit. I'm going to go look for the channel. Do y'all remember no, what No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. They get sent. They literally get sent. Like, like, no, they didn't fly rocket. out. They didn't fly out. Boy, it did not fly out. All right, I, all right. I don't think they got go fly- Brian. Do you remember? You could you could look it up. I'm pretty sure hey, we don't have to debate this anymore. I'm, just look back. I'm, not, I'm not willing to die on that hill. All right, thanks, Brian. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, well, that's the theory. That's what I've heard. Is that people are like, well, who got knocked down under <laughs> under the ground? The people who. That's a little. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know. It's a little too on the nose. Is that the right way? Is that the right term? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little too obvious. Like. Yeah, and I was also like, yeah, I could, I could see it. I mean, it's not impossible. Why would they have? Sorry. No, no, no. I mean, that's that's all I have to say. It's just like I on that at least. Um, but yeah, that's what I thought. It was just like, hmm, it's not impossible, I suppose. You know, that they'd um, that. That they like climb out, I guess, because these guys are supposed to be like ultra double mega strong. So, if there's a theory that they somehow survive the lava, it would be for the purposes of them getting their hands on the Pluton for story purposes. Um, I suppose. So I found it. I found the chapter. Um, there's no clear. There's like there's a possibility that they could get knocked up, but it doesn't blatantly state it. Like there's no clear indication that they got knocked out of it so we don't know it could be possible but it could also be that they're still down there those are the options. uh could you tell me what chapter it is and what page uh chapter 1050 uh page 14 yeah okay thank you well in any case i don't have too many other thoughts to be honest um really? i'd love to hear what you guys think though brian well, yeah brian what did you think so I actually think a lot of interesting things can happen here. All right. 
um, mainly I'm worried about Law. Because Law is in a very, very opportune spot right now. <laughs> he is in such an opportune spot. He's easily the strongest person in that room. He can easily get out with the with the Poneglyph. Oh. And he, his pirate crew has a submarine. So he could easily get out of there with the Poneglyph. <laughs> hmm. Not a lot of people are talking about I'm the. I think I'm the only person who has brought that possibility up. Well, Brian, but... toot your own horn, why don't you? <laughs> I, well, I'm you. like thinking to myself wait a second Law's here I guess I'm just a genius like he's <laughs> awesome don't get me wrong I love Law but come hey, on now like he's a pirate thing. at the end of the day well, so you never know you know you're you're not wrong Brian honestly their alliance stops now basically they only allied so long as they could defeat Kaido so technically Law doesn't owe Luffy anything like, Law could easily get away with that shit. Like, yeah. and then be out. Like, he could just TP to his fucking to his submarine and dip. This is true. I don't know if he so, will, though. But it's, it's... I don't know if he will either, but it, it's he a, could. It's definitely it's a that possibility. Easy. <laughs> it's definitely a possibility. And that's a pretty and good... And also, on top of that, those are the only two people who can translate Poneglyphs in that room. So what? he could just take the old man and dip. You think he's gonna take? Oh, the old, uh, um, I didn't know he could read. Uh, yeah, he's the one who taught Odin how to read. Yeah, to read I mean, the, the people of Wano can all read it because I think, like, because their culture created the Poneglyphs. No, not all of them. Well, only only he can. Well, fuck me then, I guess. <laughs> so, well, so because he, maybe the other they, they forgot to, but maybe in the past they that used to be a regular yeah, thing. In the past, it used to be regular, but. As it went on, he's the only one. They're and from then the he past. taught Odin how to read it, and then Odin died, and then he didn't teach anybody else. No, I mean, hey, I, I think everything you're saying is definitely a distinct possibility. I'm not going to rule it out. Makes sense. I have a question. What's Kaido up? had possession of the Poneglyph, or he just yes. knew it was there, so he didn't really feel the need to like no, bring he, it up to his head. He didn't know about it. No, he knew about it. Because Jack brought... Sukiyaki says that Jack is the one that found it. Yeah. Oh, no. It was the path that they didn't know about. Yeah. They didn't need to go That's through right, the path right. because Jack could just swim down there. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that he know, he he had it. Uh, but it would have been useless because he needed the other three. So. And also, he didn't have anybody who could read it. That's also right? true. Well, yeah, I guess that's why he wanted Momo or something. I don't know. Something like that. Um, and I have one more thing. What do you guys think Pluton is? Do you think Pluton is a person like Shira, Shira Hoshi? Well, as a, no. I think it, I think it might be a ship. I have no, I, I have no reason to think otherwise because people say it's like a, it's a thing. I think it's one of the Shira Hoshi is the only weapon that's known to be a person, as opposed to like the Pluton, which has always been. And it, it, Pluton has Pluton had an existing blueprint, so I think it's definitely just a ship. Um, oh, a blue. So Net N Neptune, Poseidon, and Pluton. Oh, oh. I mean, all right. Poseidon and Pluton are both ships. No, Poseidon no, is Shirahoshi. I, I mean, but there's still two other weapons, right? Yes. Pluton, Uranus, and, and Pluton, and uh, Uranus. Yeah. 
and hey, Uranus. <laughs> and <laughs> okay, and Pluton is supposed is 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 the one that's supposed to be the ship. And yes. Uranus, we have no idea. Yeah, we have no we have no conception of what Uranus could be. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. So you know, there's no hints as to what Uranus is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing that. <laughs> Though people do speculate that Uranus has to do with the hey. sky. <laughs> All right, let me stop. So Uranus, Uranus is supposed to be the hey. sky, uh, Poseidon's supposed to be the ocean, and Pluton's supposed to be Earth. That's yeah. essentially what the theories cool. are. Whoa. The sky? Why wouldn't Uranus have which is, mm. which is why <laughs> Which is why Wano being having like a wall erected around it. Is quite interesting when in reference to Pluton when Pluton's Wow, yeah, that is really interesting. So hmm. I think Pluton is something that can create barriers but also destroy them. So that's my theory. Hmm. Um, but Pluton could also be Zoe. So there's that too. Well, they mentioned that Z that Pluton is under Wano, basically. So Zoe's not under. Zoe's not under Wano. But, but he does know who Joy Boy is. Yeah. Zoe can? Oh, he has the ability to? Yeah, Zoe, Zoe is the person, it, Zoe is the entity that will, that opens the borders of Wano. Uh, Mononosuke was like, uh, it asked Mononosuke for permission to open up the borders, and it was like, and Mononosuke was like, no, not yet. Yeah. So, I think it's interesting that that's the, that's the being that can open up the borders. Yeah. That is really interesting. Well, he's a giant elephant who could just swing the fucking mountains down. Right. Lore peace. Lore peace. Um, but yeah, Brian, were those all your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I had a, a few a few extra thoughts before you get into yours, Chris. Just a yeah, nip, go for it. Uh, quick. So um, I really do like this Admiral. I like his ability. I like how it's fleshed out. It's definitely like on the you know stronger side of plant-based powers. I'm not saying he's quite one with the green, but he's right there. I mean, he 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 came alive from a sprout. That's mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Yeah. Poison Ivy could do the same shit. Yeah. Can Hashirama do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. He's he's he specifically would. Just wood, right? Yeah. yeah, just specifically wood. Um, he's Martian Manhunter. You could burn him alive. <laughs> oh, but not the Admiral, bro. Nigga hit him with a fire attack and was like, "You, you thought, like, would you?" He, I don't know. He did something about like a fire break forest. I don't know. Maybe in the anime it'll make more sense. Yeah. But um, no, I, I just, I think he showed out. Yeah. I, I like this. Yeah, I, I like that. People are like really roasting him for uh, giving into Shanks so easily. Like people calling him fraudable, which I'm like, get, get creative. Fraudable, wow, <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, nah, because I mean, he wasn't ready for all that static. It was just him, and he rushed out to Wano on his own. Yeah, so he, there's a lot of like you know technicalities. Well, he rushed out but on his own to fight all everyone on there. <laughs> Like, he was prepared to take on the entirety of the Straw Hats. He was. Plus um, all of the Heart but, Pirates. 
Plus all of the kid pirates. Yeah, I don't think he saw. It's just that he does have two L's on his track record technically now. Hey, a lot of people who have a lot more L's on their resume have a lot more respect. I guess, I guess so. I mean, people still love Smoker, and he's literally like yeah, he's L a central. non-factor. He's Captain L. You know? He sure <laughs> is. <laughs> Unfortunately, I like Smoker, but he is Captain right, L. Right, I... Yeah. Um, when was the last time we seen him? Dress Rosa? No, not no, even before, before that. Punk Hazard. <laughs> Punk Hazard. <laughs> he, he was getting hold out again. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Chris. What are um, your thoughts on this magnificent chapter that you gave the RGC to? I, yeah, no, I thought it was really cool um, for all the lore piece reasons that we've talked about. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I, I guess, like, to, uh, to not uh, belabor the point, I guess, I really like the ending a lot. The last page is one of the one of the cooler ones just because it just shows how far everyone's come, you know, that like they just finished taking down two uh, emperors and now they were just fully prepared to scrap with an admiral, you know, right. Waiting. And like, just, you know, just before the time skip, they were like, they lost to a, a warlord and now they're just scrapping with admirals and, uh, and emperors on their level. And uh, it's just cool to see. Um, it was also just a cool shonen moment, you know, them all of them just sitting on the cliff and uh, and watching their uh, their student, basically their their young little mentee, uh, you know, mm-hmm. take up for him, take up for himself. And those are the four strongest people on the crew, right there, right? Yep. I guess basically, including yeah. Yamato. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, it's not a, he's not officially on the crew yet, so yeah, we'll see. He's not there yet, but yeah, it was <sighs> you know the the top four strongest people were just on standby, and that's just cool. That's just cool to know they they were just like watching him, like let's see what they can do first, and if it gets too crazy, we'll step in. And I thought that was pretty rad. Um, all right, but yeah, uh, that's all. That's all I have to say. You guys have said uh, pretty much everything I wanted to say at this at this point. Um. I uh yeah I thought it was a great chapter, really fun. No break. No break. Oh thank God. No knock on wood wherever my wherever wood is. Uh, I don't have wood near me. Um, but no break. We'll we'll be back with one piece next week as well. Um, but yeah, uh, are we all set to move on then? Yes, sir. Then let's go. My hero, Academia. Is this me? Do you want to? Is this me? Do you yeah, want- sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't mind. Hey, Brian's taking the rain on this. Do the thing, Brian. All right. My Hero Academia, Chapter 361, baby! Baby! <laughs> so the chapter starts with... Abnormal um, Happenings. You got to say the title too, Brian. Yeah, abnormal Happenings, okay. I keep forgetting the title. I keep forgetting that chapters have names. I just kind of like look at the number and I'm like, okay, oh. <laughs> we're trying don't worry you're still in training we-, we got you hey alternate title who the fuck is shimura hey brian your audio's and- hold on time out you cut out huh now you're back what hello hello no you're good now you're good okay all right um so the chapter starts off with shigaraki as a as a kid or like a like a metaphorical kid uh, being kind of held back by a bunch of hands, because, you know, hands is his thing. 
Um, and on the inside, it's he kind of thinks to himself, "I told Miku, I I told Miku Kun and Tomo we should play together." And it's him as a kid. It's this is a memory from his past. And he says, "I do have friends." Cause like Miku Kun and Tomo said, "You're really nice, Ted." And and Mon likes to go on walks with me. Did you know that, huh? So yeah, I've got friends. And and uh, Mirio and Shigaraki both kind of pause in shock. They're kind of just surprised that that happened. <laughs> and Mirio's like, "I'm sorry, dude." <laughs> he apologized. And, uh, That's how rattled he was. <laughs> he's like, "Whoa." <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> and then Whoa. the attacks quickly resume, but um, Mir and Mirio was like lucky enough to catch to catch himself back into the fight, you know, kind of get himself back focused. Um, and he's just shocked. He he's just surprised that that struck a chord with him, and he kind of starts to think to himself like, damn. He really is like a lot strong, a lot harder to hit now with that new body. Like everything else around him is kind of weak compared to his actual body now. Um, and as Mirio's kind of making these analysis, uh, making this analysis, uh, all for one himself is trying to figure out what the hell just happened there. Um, he he says that his uh, the body is complete and the unification between. Uh, Shigaraki and himself are is well developed, but there's something else that's within him, and it is uh, Tomura Shimura, um, which was uh, uh, Shigaraki's name before uh, yeah. All for One. Found his him. real name. And oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's his it's his real name. So uh, I guess this is kind of confirming that Shigaraki is kind of a different personality. Um, we don't know to what extent, but, uh, he does view this, this version of Tomura as a, as a different entity, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we see this entity as him as a little boy, uh, kind of, uh, like in fear hiding within, uh, Shigaraki's body. And he realizes that. The more time that they spend here is probably not gonna work out to his advantage. So instantly he's like, "Fuck you!" He walks away from Mirio, and Mirio's like, "Hey, come back!" And he kind of acknowledges that Mirio was just a distraction. Um, so Mirio now all of a sudden can't do anything to really stop him, uh, and Shigaraki starts heading towards Bakugo to finish off the job. Um, and as that happens. We get a flashback to what the big three were doing before uh, they started this assault. And um, it looks like uh, Mirio was kind of planning out what they were going to do, like what their game plan was, and they did execute it. Uh, Mirio was like, hey, uh, you guys are the opening act. Uh, you guys are going to go out there, distract them so I can go in and get Bakugo out. Um, and since I can't get hurt by him, I could just keep dodging around and buy some time for for uh, Deku to show up. But in order for this to be successful, we need to get a really good hit on him. So what I'm actually buying time for is for Sun Eater. Um, and then we cut back to uh, Shigaraki making his way towards uh, Bakugo. 
and uh, fucking best genius on his fucking final breaths. He's like, <laughs> come here, bitch. He's like whipping around a fucking like a bunch of claws. He's like, come here, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Shigaraki's like, ah, bro, you just you you really doing the most right now, bro. You ain't gonna do shit. And as he's walking towards them, uh, Nejire starts shooting some beam, some blasts at him to kind of slow him down a bit. Um, Shigaraki doesn't like that very much. So he sends an assault back and actually tags her. Uh, we don't know how much damage to an extent, to, to the extent of the damage it is, but she did get tagged. And this is when, surprisingly, we get into a little, little Nejire flashback um, where she kind of starts to speak about how, um, how her quirk, her quirk was so powerful that people around her kind of thought she was snobby or thought she was too good for them. So uh, that kind of pushed them away um, until uh, Sun Eater came over and asked the same question that uh, Mirio asked him to kind of bring him out of his shell. So that's when uh, they kind of got welcomed and she got welcomed into their, their friendship and they became a nice little trio um, where they all kind of respect each other like mutually and um as they keep talking they're like your quirk uh they're talking to Sunny and they're like your quirk is so much stronger than you think it is like you, you the more you eat the stronger you get and as they're saying that we see Sun Eater kind of have this giant arm cannon with a bunch of combinations of like hundreds of food uh foods that he ate and at the end of it all the the combination that kind of ties it all together is Nejere's energy. So he ate Nejere's energy to create a gigantic cannon, and they're kind of banking on this being the attack that will damage Shigaraki. And I am so excited for the next fucking chapter because this is my RGC. Oh um, shit. <laughs> This is Brian's really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified It was just... Uh, this was just very nice, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what you guys have to say about this chapter. Uh, Josh, you got anything? Technically, you're supposed to go Chris first, but that's fine. <laughs> is it? Um, oh, Chris, first okay. of all, I'm going to go ahead is and it? give I don't it even my know. RGC for this week what? as well. Oh yeah. RGC, oh yeah. Certified RGC. Certified so, RGC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. This is this got I'm some not... drama music too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alright, so this chapter struck a nerve with me in a couple different ways. Uh but he um the author did a good job at um Putting respect on these three characters' names in an emotional way and in a in a dynamic way, you know what I'm saying? The way they're fighting, I'm genuinely. I was. I know I had a lot to say before about them, but it's not because I never want. I I always thought they were corny or something like that. Is that we just seen so little of them, and I wanted to see a little bit more. Like really, the most we got to see out of any of the three truly was Sun Eater, because he got his own fight. Even um even uh this guy, even Monopoly Boy, Mario, he um we didn't get to see his fight against Overhaul, not really. 
it was like a little tactical. Yeah. You know, he was trying to save area or something like that, but it wasn't, you know, it it wasn't well it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't like this huge tactical fight, you know, and then he ended up losing his power then it was super traumatic, you know, so I felt like we got robbed of that for Mario and it's not like he's showing out by himself. The point is, we get to see them three working together as a unit, and it's it's really cool. I, I enjoy the uh, emotional pull from it. Um, but I guess I'm trying to say I'm trying to think about what else I really enjoyed aside from the fact that it showed these three. I didn't love the whole Shimura the Shimura angle. I'm not gonna lie, that gave me a bad tint at first because again. Where the fuck did this come from? But after doing some thinking, I remembered that, um, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but back in the war arc, uh, the second war arc, I guess, um, or the I don't know, whatever, man. Back when the first Shigaraki was, was getting generated, he was getting, like, you know, built up in that container, he came out prematurely. Yeah, I remember that, right? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And it's not like there was further development done after the fact. It, you know, they just kind of took it from there and said, okay, like, this is good enough. So perhaps maybe that's why this is a possibility. So it's not really like a kind of ass pull out of oh. nowhere situation. So I wasn't no, really, I mean, you know. Go ahead. Do you mind if I do a rebuttal? Yeah, please. So. Um, it was kind of hinted that Shigarak, that the Shimura was still alive within him. Because, uh, Deku mentioned, um, that it felt like, uh, Shigaraki needed saving. Right? So, we don't know whether that meant he needed saving from all for one, from being possessed, or whether it meant that he had that Shimura personality in him. But it does, but they did mention that shigaraki needed to be saved to some extent like deku felt that need so this didn't come out of nowhere um like we knew there was something going on with shigaraki but we didn't know what angle deku was going to go for to try to save him you know well here's 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 what it is um in shigaraki's flashback we come to know how he like took the name shigaraki because that's not his name uh that was a name that all for one gave him um, and I think like that was more to indicate like a split in his personality that happened, uh, after all of the trauma that he suffered. So, you know, that, that stuff with him coming out and just like blurting out that, you know, he had these childhood friends, like he, like he starts talking like a kid because that part of him is like, there's a part of him that's never really matured from that really young boy. Um, so that's, that's what that representation is. It's not like a real physical thing it's a metaphorical thing it's like shigaraki's real self like the the part of him that's like been traumatized the one that's not shigaraki that is more shimura than that uh is still within him uh shigaraki is a thing that all for one tried to create it's it's the uh it's the one it's the body that he's been trying to take over so there's really three facets of shigaraki's personality there's the real one that's this little kid there's the Shigaraki that we all know. That is what uh, All for One has been manipulating and kind of crafting to, you know, eventually be his successor and or, you know, vessel for him to live within. And there's All for yeah. One. This is All for One himself, who is now slowly 
taking over his body. So that's what like this kid is supposed to be. It's more of a symbolic thing that this is a third facet within his personality. And all for one is kind of also contending with this last nugget of humanity within Shigaraki in order to really take over his body. He found um, Shigaraki, right? He didn't, he didn't plan out that whole situation no. with him murdering his family and all that. No. He, he just happened to run into him and was like, wow, yeah. look at you. You are dirty. <laughs> you got a pretty cool I think, he, <laughs> I think he was definitely trying to saw, uh, find him, but he yeah. did not. I don't think he was responsible for what happened. I think what happened was that he heard of the incident and mm-hmm. and he went to find the kid that did it. He was like, that's what's his name? What's her name's grandson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially since he had that connection. That does make sense. You know, that that's another reason why specifically. He's like, oh, it's a one-for-all user's grandchild? <sighs> Give me that. <laughs> less. I'm doing it also, just for the style. Rocky, he just so happened to be like having a real cool quirk, you know? Yeah. Also, Shigaraki uh, also got his quirk like a year later than most kids do. So there's that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think I thought he, thought he would be quirkless or something. Probably. Yeah. Well, no one's no one foresaw that quirk happening. No. Let alone it being as crazy as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that shit was wild. Okay. So. Anyways. Yeah, I guess I'll get into my thoughts. Um. I don't know if you're yeah, you might as well. I'm, I, I mean, I just just a mm, quick tidbits. Nejere looked really dope. She looked really strong during this fight, which is something she has not looked at all in any type of scene she's been in in this comic. I'm sorry, guys. No, I, I agree. She has always screamed the gimmick and useless. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't want that to be the case, but it sure as hell isn't now. She was wowing on Shigaraki. He's just a broken monster. Mm-hmm. He also had another... I, I got such a love-hate relationship with this character. When he says, you people built a tomb for yourselves, it wasn't about it just being a line. It was like they how they said that, oh, this arena was constructed to defeat you. Nigga was like... <laughs> he just turned that right on their heads. Like, y'all, y'all, must, y'all don't know who the fuck y'all are talking to. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I does this. I'm going to bring this whole fucking school and island down, and then I'm going to go kill me to Rio. Oh, man. You got to love it sometimes. And, ew, look at this. I didn't know this was a cannon. I had to, I, I, I guess now that I'm looking at it, I see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I saw that there's, like, weird bug legs, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Josh Josh would not like this. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is pretty gross. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's going to shoot a nice beam, and you know I love me some beams. You do like beams. <laughs> I sure love the beams. Yeah. Dragon beams, ice beams, hyper beam, and Pokemon, you know. Yeah. I like all of that. I'm all a, right. I'm a beam guy. <laughs> you know? I'm a beam guy. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Beam from Chainsaw Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Beam from Chainsaw Man? <laughs> yes, sir. Um... Anyway, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Okay. So my thoughts. I yeah. This was my second place. Uh, I really like this chapter quite a bit. He Horikoshi fit a lot of story in twelve pages. I don't know if you guys realize that. That's twelve. It was pages. eleven. Yeah. 
No, it like uh, eleven actually. Oh, you're right. It's twelve. Yeah. Uh, oh, because it was like a a full page spread. Yeah. Right. There's like two. There's like a couple two page spreads or so. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, he did he did a lot in twelve pages. Um, he fit a lot of stuff, and it didn't feel too cluttered or whatever. It didn't feel rushed at all. I really liked uh, the pacing of this chapter in particular. Uh, the Nedre shit. You know what I said? I said that I wanted to see more out of her, and we got exactly that. I'm yep. fulfilled. <laughs> I've got no complaints. Um, you know, short and sweet. Her little backstory doesn't have to be all complicated and shit. You know, it, it's a nice little way of showing how the big three got together and became friends. And um, I love the consistency of like the other two of them knowing who the real star is, which is Sun Eater. Like, that's even, always been the case too. This isn't a brand new development. Yeah, I mean, his name yeah. uh, Miro gave him that name because he's like. Uh, he like the real guy on the team is him. Like the guy, like everybody considers Mirio to be the golden child, but really it's Sun Eater. Um, and he technically has no limit. Yeah, he's so fucking powerful as we see here. Um, technically, he has no limit. Technically, I like the way they do that. Um, but yeah, it's really cool, and his design has always been really cool. Um, I love that they're like, you know, he's he's still the main focus of that team. He's like their sleeper, you know, like he's the one that you'd never expect, but he's the stronger, he's probably the strongest guy. Um, and the, the, the combination of them using all their powers together and him fusing with Nedre's ability, making that like all come together. It's very cool. I, I just like, you know, the, the cohesiveness of it all and them really uh, coming together and, and building off of these established dynamics within the three of them. Um, mm-hmm. So... You know, that's that's uh, really all my thoughts. You guys have said everything else um, that I've wanted to say. Uh, and we've talked. To I haven't said everything I wanted to say, actually. Oh, what did you don't want forget to, say? to leave a like? Oh, yeah. Why also don't you comment yeah. what you like about My Hair Academia or this chapter? Yeah. You should subscribe to us on YouTube oh. and then maybe share it with your homies, you know? Yeah, that would be nice. We'd love that. And we'd, we'd make, love that. Hey, it'd put them. I'd love that just thoughts. as much as I love beans, guys. Well, Believe it or yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would put a smile on my face. I'd be happy. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about My Hero Academia. It was a pretty great chapter. Uh, very deserving of the RGCs that the other guys gave it. Uh, and um, yeah, are we ready to move on? Yep. Uh, I had something to say. Oh, what is it, Brian? Yeah, so I I really love this chapter. Um oh, sorry, we didn't because... get to your thoughts. <laughs> I just realized. I just I love that um Sun Eater kind of I love the relationship between the three. You know, like they like when they came up with a plan, they executed it flawlessly. Like the plan that they mentioned in the last chapter was executed perfectly. Like it went exactly as they as they planned. And plus their friendship is just so fucking cute. Like um you you really can't like I love Horikoshi when he comes when it comes down to this stuff. When it comes to like fleshing out characters within action, I feel like that was one of his best things that he that he does, especially like ever since the beginning. Every time there's combat, there's always an opportunity for for growth within every character. Um, so that's why I think these war arcs are the best things he's done in my hero, mainly because there's so many opportunities for him to to play with, um, mm. and. The, and also another thing that I found super interesting, uh, it fucking 
glanced my mind all of a sudden. Um, let me look real quick. Sorry. Oh, there's also Bakugo still looking for his opportunity. Um, I wonder what would happen if Sun Eater kind of ate one of Bakugo, like like a drop of Bakugo sweat or something. What do you think would happen? Hey, hey, no. Um. Yeah. Not not to be are weird. You anything, but... Well, yeah, you know the nitroglycerin sweat. Explosion. They're probably gonna blast them at the same time. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That'd be so fucking dope. Actually. Yeah, that probably would. Um, what's gonna happen? Yeah. He oh, probably, by the way, he probably be able to do. I've had the button on your on your on your thoughts. However, I just want to shout out something. If y'all go to page eight, where y'all see Najere get hit, I just look like, um, Horikoshi's really good at like these at showing like critical damage without people like clearly being maimed or, or put out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you think about Bleach, sometimes people would get cut in such a way that you're like, yo, there's no way they're still alive, but they're just running around and they're fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like where You when, only like, cut off my left arm. Yeah. <laughs> right. With My Academia, even when I go back to one of my favorite, um, I guess, mini arcs, uh, when, um, when, when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Endeavor was fighting against the, the Nomu. Um, he, when he took that, when he took those tentacles to like the side of his face and like his chest, I thought he got killed, but when he got back up and kept fighting, I was like, oh, okay. He just missed, you know, like his vital organs. That's not something to nitpick over. I think that was just like, well, well, well displayed art. And he he's he's always done that really well. Yeah. And like yeah, this, the art this, in this channel here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But specifically to like taking damage in a in a somewhat realistic way, but also not in a main way. I didn't articulate that great, but I know you guys understand. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I just I love this chapter. Everything from the writing to the art, like everything was amazing. And this is where Horikoshi shines, you know? Yeah. This is his shit. These war arcs are his shit. Yeah, I don't even talk about the art anymore. You know what it is. It's amazing. You know what I'm gonna <laughs> how am I how many would times you guys am I say, say Would you guys say it's like it's the best out of the out of like the regular jump issues when it comes to art? Me personally, I think it's the best art in, in jump. But that's me. Like in general? In, right now, is, isn't One Punch Man currently, still a thing? No, I'm saying, I'm saying currently in the magazine of Shonen Jump specifically in the weeklies. Yes, it's it's the best art. I agree with that. Almost, I would have to agree. Yeah, but that's just me. Art is subjective. Orokoshi, <laughs> keep it up, brother. Is it is a is like a, a really good streak you got going? Yeah, n- yeah. I mean, you Pitch know, it up. my hero's been in a bit of an upt- uptick. And I've, uh, I've I've been appreciating it, you know. I love my hero. That's I'm in the nice. middle of my read through. I'm 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 pretty much almost done with the uh, the sports festival. I'm going through it. I told you guys. Listen, I told you guys. Listen. My hero is gonna pick up on this war arc. The war arc always saves my hero every time. It's only only happened another time, so you know, small sample size. Yeah, exactly. And and I've decided. To not be miserable as this <laughs> series starts to end. Yeah, so, Josh you're welcome. To, Josh had to find Zen. <laughs> I made a conscious decision to enjoy this. Yeah. 
Well, and only be critical when it really yeah, it. deserves to be critical. Yeah. Well, that with that being said, my thoughts. With that being said, I guess we can move on then. Chainsaw Man. Oh yeah. This is Chainsaw Man Chapter One Hundred and One: After School Devil Hunters. Um, last we left off with Chainsaw Man, uh, Asa had to walk home without shoes because they because some assholes at school. Uh, filled her shoes up with raw chicken. Uh, so, you know, she went off and her friend Yoko, I think her name is, uh, gave her her shoes. You know, they ran, they each ran home with one shoe. And uh, at the end of the day, when she got home, she gave her the pair of shoes that, you know, the, the other shoe that she wouldn't need right now anymore. Uh, and they all, you know, it, it was a nice little wholesome story. Um, and now we start off this new chapter with uh, Asa attempting to return the shoes that uh, Yoko lent her. And uh, she's like, what? I said you could keep them. And she's like, nah, they're too small. And she's like, all right, that's too bad. Um, and she asks, hey, do you want to go devil hunting after school? We could go into town. There's definitely devils in town. And um, they're like, yeah, okay, I could be down with that. And, um, yeah, Yoko's very excited. Um and we learn a little bit more about her. Um, apparently, she wants to become a devil hunter because, A, it pays well, apparently. And uh, you don't need a college degree to get in. Uh, and, B, because her parents were killed by devils. And, uh, you know, she wants to be an Avenger. <laughs> um, and Asa finds a connection because her family was also killed by devils. Um, so, yeah, you know, they're, they're talking about it. And, you know, they're talking about, like, their future as devil hunters. It's going to be awesome. They'll be, like, manga main characters. And um, Yoko leaves um, to the restroom, I guess. And uh, that's when the war devil pulls up the visage of it, uh, at least, and is like, we should kill her. And Asa's like, huh? What? Uh and War Devil's like, uh, this, uh, this, this lady, she's, uh, you seem to like her. And turns out the, the, the more you like a person, the stronger the weapon you can make out of them is. So, you know, the shitter you feel about turning her into a weapon, the stronger weapon she will become. And Asa's like, Asa's probably thinking to her head. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> you, you mentioned that. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> and she says, uh, there's no way I'm doing that. Are you insane? Um, I wish I wish he would have wrote. I wish he would have wrote uh, the War Devil to be like, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's plainly like that. But it's okay. Yes, I mean, like you know, yes, like a yes with a period at the end of the word. Yeah, with, I mean, at the end of yeah, with a perfectly round speech bubble, <laughs> just like yeah. yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I, like, I am oh. indeed. I was like, you're always jumping to violence. He's like, I'm not here to make friends, bro. <laughs> Um, right, I told you what time it is. That's the whole reason you were alive, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, Asa attempts to change the subject by getting on her for calling her girl, <laughs> and she's like, "Uh, don't change the subject. I, you don't call me by my name either." And you know, and uh, Asa's like, "I'm not. War Devil's just weird and awkward." And um, you know, War Devil kind of concedes. Uh, it's like uh, I'll allow you to avoid the subject for now. You know, the more you grow, cl grow closer, the stronger weapon she'll be anyway. So, you know, War Devil is difficult for you to use, is it? And uh, she gives her the name. It's like, hey, call me Yoru then. Uh, 
so yeah she says if it serves my quest to kill chainsaw man i'll swallow everything you say asa and you know they come to an agreement i guess uh nice little moment um and you know she's like uh, i don't want to kill the chainsaw man killing chainsaw man turning yoko into yuko into a weapon i don't give a shit about any of that stuff i haven't had this much fun in forever i couldn't care about anything else um and then we cut to this guy who's just on the street talking about the common uh, deaths of Japanese people. Um, and uh, long story short, seven out of ten people will be killed by devils. So seven out of twenty lives, oh, seven out of twenty lives are abruptly snuffed out by devil attacks. And uh, he has them to make no mistake, they're at war with devils. As Asa and Yuko are approaching the bat devil um who is currently eating a man uh like like a piece of taffy it's disturbing <laughs> um so yeah big giant Wait, how do you know it's the bat devil because they say it oh uh cuz Oh, look at you paying attention to the to the, <laughs> oh, to the fucking look at, comic look at you reading Dude, what a fucking weirdo, man! This yeah, guy, right. What are you? What are you? He, a has, nerd? he knows words. Jerry, what the fuck kind of guy is this, bro? You right. you pay attention to detail and context. <laughs> yeah, man, you you must be a blast at parties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> save some save some coon for the rest of us, bro. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> But with my infinite knowledge that I gained from reading a picture book, essentially. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, you know, they're just staring at this bad devil eating a, a, a full person. And uh, that's when Yoru pops up and is like, I have some bad news and more bad news. Uh, first, we can't beat that bat devil in our own <laughs> in this state right now. In our current okay. state. Okay. <laughs> In our current state. And second, I just learned that I can't take over your body when you're stricken with fear. Uh, oh. Yikes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, mm, unfortunate. Uh, yeah, definitely unfortunate. So. Oh, it does look like a bat now that I look at it. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, not the conventional bat, but. Oh, I'm glad yeah. you were convinced by looking at it. It's, by looking at it, not only did it, you read it, 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 adds, it checks out. Not only did you not read it, you didn't look at the pictures. That's the whole point of this. Hey, get it together, Josh. I try, man. Get it to fucking gather, okay? Uh, anyway, so you know, uh, uh Yura, um, damn, what was this thing's name now? <laughs> they they named it Yor Yoru, uh. He's like, Yoru. back away, back away slowly. And Asa and Yuko just book it. <laughs> uh, and the bat devil just starts chasing it. And that's where the chapter ends. And uh, Chainsaw Man's on break next week, unfortunately. Um, but with that being said, that's the end of the chapter. Josh, what did you think about this, uh, this chapter? I really like this chapter, even though, again, it was like it. It was on the edge of slice of life, you know? Yeah. But I guess Chainsaw Man has always kind of been that way, which uh, you guys can agree or disagree with, but... I do agree. Excuse me. 
I will say this. I forgot how genuinely funny this series was. Yeah. Like, when I go back to tell people, like, what was so good about Chainsaw Man, sometimes I struggle to tell, like, to say what. But not because, you know, there aren't good, darn, a bunch of amazing qualities. It's that what is this, what was its most compelling, uh, um, you know, quality? And I, I would argue maybe the comedy. The morbid comedy with it, like, you know, not just the sake of the jokes, but the jokes within the context of the situations. Like, this is a whole fucking monster that was chewing on humans literally just a few pages ago. Like, there's nothing cute or lighthearted about this, which he then turns into a lighthearted, funny situation at the end. <laughs> even, even the way the girls look when they're running, it looks funny, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> um, this is the same series that voted one of the main characters' cars as the seventh most popular character in the series. So, <laughs> so you know, I don't know if Brian was aware of that, but Kobani's car. No, no, I was. Yeah, I, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Legendary. Yeah, that was that was one of the greatest character polls in history. Probably the greatest. If a character can, if a car can hit the top ten. Of the best characters in this series. Because <laughs> they went through mad shit. <laughs> it was like a whole feature in the episode. Bro, it was just two panels in the la- in the chapter that came before, basically. Where Are you sure? I, I could have sworn. Because they only ran o- they ran over two people with that. Like, Power ran over two people with that car. <laughs> in the same chapter. And that's that's why it got boosted so hard. Because I guess... It was one of the things in the poll that people could vote for. I'm a weak. Enough people wrote it. He was just like, "Shell yeah, okay. All right. I mean, hey, I'm not in control. Right. right. I could care less. I hope, I hope we see Kobane again. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see her again. Um, But, yeah, go on. Go on with your thoughts, Joss. Uh. Josh? Those were my thoughts. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else worth mentioning. Um, nah, I said what I said. Yeah, you were right. You was right on the money about the War Devil wanting to turn her friend into a weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they kind of. I like how they handled. I like how they handled the situation. Mm-hmm. I like how she was just trying to change the subject casually. Because she knew there was really nothing she could do about it ultimately. So she had to like try to indirectly stop it from happening. Yeah. To which the war devil, like, like at the end, of, it was funny because at the end of the conversation, she just calls out like, I don't know you, like, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this another time, you know? Let's just move past this. Yeah. She's like, you're not slick. But I, I see that, you know, she like she said, it, could, it has the opportunity to get stronger. So, yeah. He's got a timer on her. Unfortunately, I am not going attached to anybody, bro. <laughs> but the main character. Yeah. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> Don't do it. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. Um, Brian, what did you think? It might. It? Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say it might even be Chainsaw Man later in this series. <laughs> what if Asa takes over as Chainsaw Man? Hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. Who knows? Who does know? But is that it? 
Yeah, that's it. What's up, Brian? What you thinking about this chapter? This was actually my second. My second. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Mainly because the writing, like the dialogue in this in this chapter, was so good. I love One Piece. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know that that one. It wasn't as interesting to me as the last chapter for One Piece. Damn. But this chapter, this chapter was so fun to read. From the dialogue to the pacing, and it just keeps you engaged. It keeps it keeps you wanting to see the next chapter, and I kind of feel like I have an idea of how it's gonna go next. I feel like the next chapter is when Denji is gonna show up, mm. uh, to save her I had from a similar the thought. Essentially, yeah, I had a similar thought as well. I think it's too soon, but um, because they haven't mentioned him at. Oh, it's, I don't. No, I they mentioned that Chainsaw Man's around. Yeah, they mentioned right, that he goes to the NG same school. Himself. They said they. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, synonymous, I guess. But I, I no. Well, I, just hear me out. So it's Chainsaw Man is a thing. He's like an urban legend, you know. Well, I mean, not an urban, not a legend, because he's around and live and kicking. But you know, he's symbolic, you know. So people know of Chainsaw Man. Nobody knows who Denji is. Yeah. And he wasn't shown or teased in the slightest yet. So I I, I think I think when we see Denji it's gonna be a cut from something that happens to see what's going on with him and his you know, younger sister Makima situation. Was that supposed to be his like little sister now, son? No, it's just a we girl know, that right? that the control devil was reincarnated into. And that he's taking care of. Yeah, kind of like Oob at the end of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting comparison. Yeah. Right. Spot on, though. In uh, my opinion. Honestly, I think so, too. That was pretty good of me. Honestly, I'm giving myself one of these. <laughs> well, yeah, I like the art. I like the pacing. You know, the dialogue, I feel like, was kind of the most, like, realistic, I'd say, out of most manga like it feels like this is what real people would say in these kind of situations sometimes um so i'm really looking forward to seeing the next chapter i really do think denji might show up next chapter just because she can't access her devil and you know who's going to be slaying other devils than chainsaw man you know that boy um yeah yeah and i feel like that will be the moment that kind of creates the moment where fucking yoru takes over to create a fucking weapon out of her friend yeah so yikes those are my thoughts i think it's gonna happen at the end of the chapter though or midway through the chapter yeah so we'll see yeah we won't know for two weeks unfortunately but wait it's on two it's on break yeah yeah fuck yeah what time what day is it coming back the 16th. Why? Mm. Damn. Because next week is the ni- I think next week releases the ninth, and then after that would be yeah. The 16th. No, it, it says on the t- in the countdown thing on the app. Um. All right. Well, those are my thoughts. All right. Uh, real quick about me. Um, yeah, I agree with Brian. I thought like the dialogue was really fun to read, and that's just Chainsaw Man in general. I think uh, Fujimoto is a is a really good writer of dialogue. Um, so you know, Reco way better than uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. 
the league's better. Yeah, there was something I wanted to say about this, but sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't help. No, myself. I forgot a while ago. <laughs> so it uh, it wasn't you, but um, yeah. Let me see if I could jog my memory. Well, I literally forgot. But yeah, no, I mean, funny ass chapter. Um, Did I, it have to do with what I was saying about like the qualities of Chainsaw Man about its comedy? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say this: it's it's got a very dry sense of humor. Um, it's not like, it's not a gag manga, you know, it's not like, is that the way you say, is that what that, is that, is that what that means? Like a dry sense of humor? Like, yeah, where it's delivered kind of like not goofily, you know, like he's really, you're, you're delivering it in a very monotone way, uh, or like not exaggerated way. Um, so it is, it is very much that, um, damn. It's the combination of the dialogue and the actual art, like their expressions. So I'm going to tell you this. Even though I think objectively My Hero Academia has like the best art out of the lineup, I enjoy Chainsaw Man's art more, personally. Yeah. And part of that is because of like the way he does their, their facial expressions. I mean, look at Asa as she's explaining it. To Watch her face grow progressively more and more frightened. As like as um as the war devil starts to tell her what the situation is, you know, yeah. that's it's subtle. Yeah. Um, but it's it's done well. Yeah, I mean he's really good at that, and um, you know, you can see it in these moments where he allows like these moments to breathe. There's these smaller panels on like page three, for example, where it's just three small panels on the bottom left corner of the of the page that is literally just expressions. So Fujimoto really likes to let these moments breathe and let people like respond and, and, uh, and talk in their own pace, you know? And, uh, it's, it's really cool to, it's really cool to read. Um, like he doesn't rush for no one. No, no, not at all. He'll, he'll just like cut off his chapters in weird places just to, just because, like, that feels... It feels more realistic. It reminds me of, like, Walking Dead. Walking Dead would do that a lot, like, the comic version, where it would mm. just, like, cut off and then just start immediately where it left off. Um, But, yeah. <clears throat> if I had, like, a bigger thought about Chainsaw Man, I forgot what it was. So, um, I don't mind belaboring... Not belaboring the point and just uh, moving onward. It was a... I really enjoyed this chapter a lot as well. Um... But yeah, excited, uh, excited for two weeks from now when we get Chainsaw Man. We just got you back. How are you taking breaks, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. Come on, bro. Come on, Shay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's move onward then. Uh, real quick. Ooh. Um, I just you bring up One Piece actually made me think a little bit more about why I didn't have it as my second. Um, and it's because I feel like the stuff with Shanks doesn't feel genuine, if that makes any sense. Oh, like it doesn't. Damn, Brian. Like it feels like, because it feels like it was like, kind of placed here for like promotion for One Piece film Red. Oh, uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. And even his his daughter shows up as a little bit of a silhouette in this chapter too. Like, yeah, I saw that. What? Like you could barely see it. Um in uh page sixteen. Like a top left. It's like a very small, small fucking silhouette, but it's like 
it doesn't feel like you know i love shanks i love that shanks showed up and everything you know but it just doesn't feel oh, right does? considering the timing and everything you know it feels like oh shit we gotta sell this fucking movie let's put shanks in the manga um yeah shanks yeah, is supposed I, to be you know, in the movie though isn't he yeah, it's a big movie That's centered around Shanks for the most part. He's—I don't know if he, how much he's actually in it, because the whole point is that he's an absentee father, apparently. So, um, ah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> like most of the red-haired pirates, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, he's got something in common with Usopp, I guess. <laughs> with the Yasop, I guess. He and he's he, like, I don't want to see my son yet. Dude, you think that's how they met? Why? You think that's how they met? It's like he went to Yasop. He's like. You got a you got a daughter. I've got a son that I want to leave alone. Let's leave. I wonder why Yasop doesn't want to see Usopp right now. I think he's just like nervous to see him after straight up abandoning him as a child for the seas. Right, right, right. <laughs> I feel like he's genuinely just like he feels like a piece of shit. <laughs> Shanks could give less of a shit about his daughter, <laughs> but Usopp, oh, no. but Yasop is like fuck. My son's on this island. He probably hates me. Right. I mean, at least he has some remorse. You know, you could be like uh, this guy from Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Gene. Gene. Yo, you guys Gene, were not an asshole. <laughs> you could also Gene be really. You could also be Goku, it, it Loki. Made, made even worse. That's what's hilarious. Yeah, we gotta do a ranking. At least the manga continues. <laughs> the anime just—if that's where it ended for real, for real—and it would never continue. He'd be the. Actually, that last episode was kind of nice i guess but whatever that's neither here nor there yeah there's, there's got to be a ranking out there for worst anime dads gene is up there yeah gene is up there the dad from full metal alchemist who fused his daughter with his with the dog show tucker yike he's pretty bad he did that on purpose yeah he did that on purpose. did you not you, yeah, well yeah he did that on purpose it's not a spoiler eventually, I mean, bro, also, eventually bro no he did eventually. 100% also, one more thing Eventually. How the fuck are these guys getting around so fucking fast? They went from Mary Joa to Wano so fast. Well, they went to Mary Joa before they raided Wano. So, yeah. It's been a minute. And what about uh, fucking Grass Boy? He flew. Well, the yeah. Navy was already pulling up to Wano. He's that fast, though? The Navy was no, already pulling up to Mary Joa. He's unobstructed. He fought Sabo at Mary Joa and then went straight to Wano? Yeah. No, but that... Uh, listen, that whole cake... All right, that... The shit that happened on Mary Joa happened as they were traveling to Wano. Correct me if oh, I'm wrong. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was yeah. like... I thought it was during Wano that that happened. Mm -hmm. That got resolved. Yeah. During... Because Wano took place in about, what, two weeks? About so, in yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... And it took about two weeks for them to travel there. I thought it happened like halfway through Wano that that arc happened. No, but... things like hints started dropping about what happened at the Reverie, like in the middle of Wano between one of the act breaks. But yeah, I, Reverie definitely like went down during the first act of Wano at the very least. Okay. Yeah, like Chris said, at the very least. But I, I'm, I, I'd, I'd like to think that it mostly took place. During the travels to Wano. Yeah, who knows? Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. Either way, it was fairly early into Wano. But we're talking about One Piece. I'll never question Oda again. Hey, you better not, dude. You're talking wild shit about Shanks right now. 
talking about questioning owner. You're just you're popping off, dude. That's still <laughs> that's still I'm a little sus about. All right. Well, if that's the case, are we good? Uh, are we good to move on? Great yes, show. Now let's do it. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 192, Sakurajima Colony Part 2. Um, we get, we start, we last we left off, Naoya, Naoya is back to life as this weird cursed caterpillar man. Uh, and he has attacked Noritoshi and Maki uh, at the Sakurajima Colony where they're at. Uh, we get a little flashback of um, of Noritoshi talking to uh, the old man rock star principal, um, talking about you know how Itadori he heard Itadori died by suicide, um, and you know I guess this is just like a refresher course that if you're when finishing off a hostile sor- sorcerer, what must you remember? And uh, Kamo mentions that in order to prevent your adversary's transformation into a curse after death. You must kill them with jujutsu. And guess what Maki didn't do? Because she has no cursed energy. Uh, she, <laughs> she she killed him with his fists, as she remembers. With her bare hands. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah she, she killed him with her bare hands, so he was able to return as a curse. Um, and, uh, I think he punched his head off his shoulder blades or some wild no, shit he like that. Dented, I don't remember exactly. He gave, yeah, he gave she gave him the Bellamy special where she just knocked him into the ground and left a dent on his face. But um, Naoya, <laughs> Naoya actually mentions that uh, the person that actually killed him was uh, her mother. If you remember back when he was like crawling uh, after getting his face caved in, um, his mom stabbed her mom stabbed him in the back, um, and uh, Maki's like, "What?" and he's like, "Hmm, hmm." Uh, and he's like, could it be that I upset you? Uh, I'm shocked. I'm here to kill you. And, uh, he just, uh, starts wiling out. But, um, Noritoshi comes in with the quick save, dropping a, a cursed arrow, uh, attack on him. And, uh, he just keeps shooting arrows. Um, Maki is like just comboing him from like the close range. Uh, she manages to cut him, uh, pretty severely and uh, no, he's like, ah, yeah, you know, yeah, I know how to give it ah. <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> um, and uh, no, he is like, curse, so cursed spirits feel pain. I've exercised so many, and they were all hurting, huh? I feel so sorry. No, you don't. He says, nope, he said, not that's the cat. Yeah. Oh yeah, he said not. Oh, I actually missed that. <laughs> yeah. He says, not. And then he went psych. <laughs> he went psych. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he just starts cocooning, as we predicted. All uh, right, because he's a caterpillar. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, how did that go over my head? Yeah. So Maki shouts out to Noritoshi that uh, he it, it's a that he's a cursed womb and he's uh, met- metamorphosing. So gross, <laughs> disgusting, a gross. Um, and uh, Noritoshi doesn't waste any time. He just pulls out his blood bag and shoots a bunch of. Uh, he, he shoots like this one pinpoint at blood arrow directly through the weird yarn cocoon that he made. Um, 
and all you hear is just screams of pain going ah and um Norito's just like whoa good thing we exercised right. if that was <laughs> if it was that fast as a cursed womb how fast would its final form have and then too late we find out Naoya is an angry metapod now uh <laughs> yeah he's like he's in his cocoon form right is that yeah it? i guess so yeah i mean unless this is the final form but um yeah it's too late he just knocks the shit out of noritoshi and the chapter ends with him saying that trash was so clueless and uh he was yep he just got knocked into next week he, he got knocked directly into next week's chapter um dead ass <laughs> I, I think he's still alive but um yeah for sure I also wouldn't be surprised if he's dead too, cause he got hit. He wasn't even able to brace the impact. No. Maybe he can harden the blood in his body to take hits or something like that. Kind of mm-hmm. like the black blood from Soul Eater. That would be cool. I don't know if, if y'all remember. I mean, I doubt yeah. it. He got smacked. But yeah, man, he got punched dumb hard, and he got sent to the next. He got sent back to the other town. Yeah. <laughs> From <laughs> from the reference of last week. Yeah. Um, but oh, I guess it's time to give my thoughts, yeah. right? Josh, what are your thoughts about this chapter? Jujutsu Kaisen was a victim of circumstance this week. Because this could have easily been an RGC, you know? Um, and I'm sure you guys probably feel at least a little bit the same. Because it's the consummate... I want to say the consummate JJK chapter, but it sure was a, a high-quality one. You know, a high-quality battle... Uh, JJK chapter. Um, it's just that everything else was hitting so hard, yo. Mm-hmm. And plus, we had returns from major series. But no, this was um, dope chapter. I like the fact that um, Noritoshi was actually helping out. Um, I really, as weird and gross as, as Nayoya is, um, he's. Re- this is really interesting. Because I wonder why they decided to bring him back. I know this. I know there's a little bit more meaning to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, aside from it, just him wanting revenge on Maki. Uh, I did have a question though. When mm. his mom killed Nayoya, did she do it because she was? Was she subjugated? Like, was she like treated bad in the clan? Well, it, it's indic. It's implied that women aren't treated very nice in the Zenin household. Um, oh, in general. In general, yeah, because uh, Naoya particularly was a piece of shit to them. Oh yeah. Um, so it, it's implied that women don't have it, don't have a good time in the Zenin clan for the most part. So it's very possible that yeah, she. This was a little bit of revenge for being a sack of garbage to them. Um. But. Yeah, I think that I think that's are, the answer. Are any of us in? Are any of us uh, are in in any type of doubt that Maki is not going to struggle against this person, against this uh, creature? Are you asking if she is going to struggle or not? Yeah, I said that in a weird way. Do yeah. you guys foresee her struggling in this matchup? I think she'd have to no. for suspense purposes, but it would be. I I wouldn't mind if she just washed him real fast. Right. I never get I tired. It's something a little Maki. Oh, sorry, guys. Maki's officially the Zoro of this series. Yeah. I wouldn't mind sure. if she just solo doloed the entire verse. Because uh, Maki's great. 
Um, but yeah, uh, what were you, any uh, any other thoughts, Josh? No, unfortunately, I don't. I mean, you know, battle manga. I mean, battle chapter. So then, just kind of waiting forward to seeing what's happening next week. I don't understand though. He shot the womb literally as soon as it formed, and then you heard screaming out of the womb. But then the and but then this this metapod appeared. Like what? Understand? <laughs> you could even see the womb going down in flames. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, maybe the implication is that, like, Naoya is so fucking fast that he just, like, faked himself getting hurt. But I don't know. I think he, I think maybe. it literally just didn't matter because, um, because Naoya was pretty much metamorphosed at that point. Fair. But maybe next week they'll get into it a little more. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sweating it too much. Yeah, maybe he really did hurt. Maybe that really did hurt him. But he just still. Transformed anyway. Mm-hmm. Transformed anyway. And I can hear myself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. Okay. Um, uh, Brian, do you have any uh, thoughts that stand out about this chapter? Um, not really. Oh. Yeah, not really. Right, it was really uh, straightforward. This was a right? pretty fun chapter. Yeah, it was pretty straightforward. It was a fun chapter. It was a classic Jujutsu Kaisen thing. Uh, don't have much to say about it, you know. I'm looking forward to see more from Maki, but yeah, not much to say. Yeah, um, I agree. I also, uh, you know, it was just an action. It was an action chapter. Very cool to see Naoya back. It is good to have uh, proper shit talkers in shonen manga. Uh, they're always fun, um, and I'm looking forward to Maki washing him with relative ease. Hopefully, um, yeah. one can only hope. Yeah, but I, I I figure they're gonna probably like uh, draw it out for suspense purposes, and I wouldn't mind that exactly either. It would be nice to see Maki fight. You know what I mean? Like you know, really have a battle. But who knows? I mean, maybe this is just to lead into other things and and all that. I don't know. Who knows where this is leading? But uh, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, no need to no need to you know stay on it longer than we have to. Uh, if we're all good, uh, we can move on. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's do it. Black Clover. This is Black Clover, chapter 332, the final declaration. Black Clover has returned to us. The champ is here! Very exciting stuff happening. Uh, Let's get into it. We got color pages, and boy, did I miss those. Uh, Tabata is particularly very good. At these two-page spread title pages, uh, it was nice to see him again. Um, I like his coloring style. It looks oh, like man. really scratchy, but in a good way. Well, he—it looks like he it looks grainy. Yeah, I think he like literally paints them. Um, yes, that's what it is. It looks like watercolor. Yeah, I mean, you know, right? manga artists still do that. They still paint, and or you know, do these like they use these little color markers that are very like specific colors to it i my my theory is that he actually does watercolor paintings on like to color them in which is pretty awesome <laughs> so yeah that's it man yeah um but in any case uh we start with black clover last we left off with black clover months ago uh it was revealed that uh the wizard king julius was uh a devil the entire time uh 
the literal the time devil the time wizard um yeah and uh yeah he's evil and we just got that revealed uh we open now at the seventh level of the underworld uh what's his damn what's his face i know lucifero oh lucifero yeah lucifero damnatio was the judgmental guy that yeah the scale dude that is m.i.a yeah, I think he's, he's dead. dead. I think it's implied that Wizard King killed him. Oh, he's dead for sure, for sure. I'm just saying he technically is M I. Yeah, he's he's dead. Uh, I don't know if we gave him one of these, but uh, I'll give it to him posthumously. Um, in any case, so you know, we we cut to Lucifero, who's just stuck in time because uh, Wizard King is down in hell, and is uh, he's like, I'm Lucifero, King of the Devils. Even if I've lost half my body, my magical power was the greatest in the world. And uh, Julius is like, yeah, but, you know, that may be true. But in this world, we are the ones with the most brilliant magic. We humans. I'm out. Hmm? I've I, I wanted to save this for my thoughts, but I just want to mention this real quick. The last chapter we got before we, uh, you know, before he went on his little hiatus break. Uh... I had for, I thought that they were implying that there were three special devils, and I was wrong. They were saying that Magicula, who was the cursed devil that cursed, you know, uh, um, uh, the mo- the mother of um. Oh, it's been so long. Yeah, it has been so long. I'm I'm also the, of Nozel and, no, and Noel and, and Noel. Well, you know, Nozel too. Yeah, Nozel, mom, yeah. you know. Like cursed them, and he cursed the princess of the water kingdom, or whatever the fuck that shit is called, the heart kingdom. I mean, yeah. Um, they weren't a supreme devil, right? So it was it was uh, only Lucifero and Ashtaroth of time magic. Yeah, I think they mentioned that. Yeah, I thought I thought Megacula was the other one, but I could be wrong about that. It's been a minute again. Um, but. Yeah, I th- I think you're I think you're right on that. We'll we'll look into it. Or if you know it, drop it in the comments. We do read these. Um, let me know. Uh, but I guess to anyway. Yeah, to continue on the chapter, we uh, it looks like uh Julius actually eats uh Lucifero's heart because it's a little chomp sound effect. Um, so maybe he gets his powers a la Blackbeard style. Um, <laughs> right. But um, yeah, we. It, it oh wow I didn't even peep this but we it's a time skip we we cut a year and three months after the Spade Kingdom War uh, and Asta is now being uh, awarded with an, an extraordinarily an, an extraordinary special distinguished service ceremony and he is now granted the title of Senior Magic Knight First Class which I think is pretty is like basically second second to you know, captain level, um, from what I understand, mm-hmm. um, the devil prom, uh, the devil trial, uh, th- about him being a devil, he was put on trial because they didn't trust him, I guess lasted longer that than expected, but he was found innocent, uh, because, uh, you know, he was found innocent, obviously, cause he saved everyone. Uh, but you know, there's apparently still weird distrust amongst the world, uh, because of his, you know, devil, stuff but even so the the magic knights captains know what time it is they know the truth asta's the real deal asta's a good guy so you know 
everybody's super happy to give him this this distinction this distinction and uh they mentioned that hey you've almost reached that dream of yours um uh apparently you know has become a grand magic knight which is actually higher than asta right now um fuego leon mentions like uh it should have been a higher title but you know he's you know i guess um so technically he was a higher rank than um than Asta. Yeah, he was vice captain at the time. So But they still should have just propped up Asta past that point anyway, but whatever. Yeah, who cares? He's yeah. literally the strongest person in the kingdom, but All right. sure, sure. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean Asta Asta takes it in stride, as Asta tends to do. Uh he's like, Yeah, you know, having uh, having you know outrank me sucks, but you know, it gives me more motivation, so it's cool. Uh, apparently Asta broke Rill's record for youngest uh, Grand Magic Knight. So, or was that you know? Nah, actually, that's you know. You know broke Rill's record. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, they it's it's revealed that um Fuego Leon, uh, Mary Leona, and um and Nozelle have been nominated to become the next Wizard King, like the candidates to become the next wizard kings they all have apparently declined it uh because they realize after fighting the devils that they ain't shit really uh so they're like uh you know it uh we all decline because it just uh we're not we're not strong in the grand scheme of things uh really asta level people should be wizard king is low-key what they're kind of saying because they're able to fight devils. Yeah. um so yeah um, there's a little cute scene with, uh, Yami finally putting it together in his head that Charlotte likes him. Um, so oh, he's taking shit. Oh yeah. He went to the bathroom. He's taking a shit and just thinking about it. Where all great thoughts happen on the can. Um, so yeah. Uh, and as it turns out, we also get a bit of, a. Love interest thing from both uh, Noel and Mimosa, apparently, who are just like, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to confess our love to Asta? And then um, Nero, I think that's her name, right? Uh, I forget her real name. I know she has like another name, but um, she pulls up to uh, Noel and uh, Mimosa and is like, Asta's confessing his love. And she's like, what? To who? And uh, she's just enjoying herself. She likes, she likes being the drama. Uh, and I respect it, I guess. Um, and we get a big two-page spread of Asta asking uh, the sister that he grew up with, the uh, the the nun that uh, worked at his orphanage, to uh, to marry him. And uh, he says, "I'm 18 now, and this is the last time I will propose to you. I swear I'll make you happy. Please say yes." And uh, unfortunately, the sister says no. Um, you know, she's like, ah, you're like a little brother to me. I can't, I can't marry you. And, uh, Asta takes it in stride. He's like, I knew it. I just, I just couldn't give up. I do know that people can't always change the way they feel though. So please watch over the un unchanging vow of mine. I will become the next wizard King. Uh, and that was nice. That was a nice little moment. I'll get into it a little more. Um, and you know, she thinks to herself is like, ah, you you're awesome, you know. Um, I, I'm sorry I was never be able to tell you this, but at this point I can. And uh, she says to him, "Finally, I know you'll be able to do it." 
And uh, it's a very nice, wholesome thing to end the chapter on uh, until, unfortunately, evil Julia shows up, clapping his hands condescendingly, and is like, <laughs> congratulations, this is your final destination. Big two-paged bread. That's where the chapter ends. Holy shit. Black Clover's back, baby. Uh, and it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's, 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 let's not even play around. This shit got super fucking interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess before we get into thoughts, I should say, th- yeah, this one, the really good chapter of the week audience poll. Certified oh, yeah. RGC <laughs> certified RGC. I, I, I can't, I can't, I don't have a fast memory to, to, to draw upon. However, <laughs> this was probably the most justified RGC for Black Clover ever. Like, <laughs> This is this was the one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. But uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I loved it. It was really incredible. Um, welcome back, Black Clover. I dreaded this moment because it was yet another chapter we'd have to cover as part of the podcast. However, um, those feelings quickly faded as soon as I started turning through the pages, man. Um... I ain't gonna lie to you guys. I don't really have too much to say about this chapter. I just want to talk about Julius. And... Yeah. So... At first I wasn't sure and I was gonna ask you guys what you think. But... After reading through last chapter, I feel like I have a better understanding. I was struggling to figure out if when Julius was an adult, before he turned into a child, right? Was he under the influence of of this of this devil you know and if you guys you don't have to go back to the other chapter but you can see in the flashbacks right where they're trying to talk about like they're showing they're showing julius's eccentrism for like these things and you know i was i remember thinking to myself was that genuine or was this like are they trying to show us something and it was both you know he was interested in it but he never understood why, Mm. you know, I mean, I guess the same way we don't always question the things we're into, but I think it was, I just, I'm just bringing it up to say that I thought it was very well done. This doesn't like, this was definitely a seed planted. I, yo, I remember being suspicious of this nigga way back when it was during one of the earlier arcs, uh, when like they were, they had the, that, that, that that stone tablet and he came and saved them or something like that. Ah, I'm trying to remember what happened with Julius. He pulled up. Yeah. Oh, yeah sorry guys. I gotta read um, Black Clover again, dude. It was It was the way he spoke about it. Or it was either that or or one of the devils or something like No, they weren't devils yet, because they wasn't introduced yet. Maybe it was a demon. I don't know, man. Somebody said something about Julius that made me think, like, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. Like, time magic, huh? I thought it was, I thought he had light magic, but that's, um... No, that's... Someone uh, else. That's, uh, that's... Fuck, who was that? Uh, yeah, Petrie, right? Something yeah, like that. he did. He had it. So anyway, I just I just wanted to make that that's really like the biggest thought I have is that this was done super well. Like it, it needs to be said. Um and aside from that, 
I wonder is, do you guys think that Evil Julius is about to start popping off right this second, or you think he's <laughs> gonna try to finesse it a little bit more? I have no. Like, do you think he's telling idea. him this is your final destination, as in you're gonna die on this rooftop right now, or, or do you think like we're gonna, you know, it's gonna take a little while? Yeah, I don't know. I have really no, different. I have no fucking idea. That's uh, I I was shocked when he pulled up onto this rooftop. So I have I have no clue myself. Um, I think he's. I'll 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 uh, I'll cast my my prediction just for the sake of it. I think he's just about to pop off. He's gonna do a little combination of both. Maybe he'll finesse it a little bit, but then he'll just pop off immediately. Um, I I don't think he'll waste. If he eliminates Asta, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I mean, this is. Uh, man, I'm kind of going out of like come, you know, a little come uh, discombobulated. But even the way he talks about um, in the beginning of the chapter, how he's telling uh, Lucifero that, like, yeah, like you know, you reign supreme in a devil world, but you know, in the regular world, humans have the best magic. So it's weird. Like, I don't. I wonder what his plan is. You know. Because mm-hmm. it's not. Like, Lucifer just wanted to take over the, the human domain just because he felt like it. Because he was like, why not, right? I'm the king of everything. I, he, he, he couldn't cross over to the human world, so he wanted to just for the sake of doing it, which is, you know, fine. Yeah. And that was that. So there's, there's a lot more intrigue to Julius. Yeah. I mean, the Julius twist was just like a real big one where I, um, I didn't think it was an ass pull at all. But, you know, because uh, I I don't remember enough about Black Clover to pick up on the subtle hints if there were any. And even so, I think, like, even not knowing these subtle hints, I accepted it still because it felt like it made sense to me. You know, I was like, oh, that's that's a pretty good twist, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, we, don't, we know very little about Julius in general. So it was kind of cool to see this. So that I, I have no way of predicting what his plan is, really. Hey, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, Brian, what were your thoughts? You read this chapter. This is your first real-time reading Black Clover, huh? Um, It was a good chapter <laughs> for what I know about it. You got to read it, Brian. How are you going to read it, was- it? You can't. It's not like Chainsaw Man. You got to. You, you've, you're in 300 chapters over. No, I have like a decent understanding of what I was looking at. All but right. uh I don't know. The the chapter was cool. The art was cute. <laughs> the characters were interesting. Damn, Brian. And that's about it. Well, Brian, you have to I read mean, you know, you have uh, to read it. Not, not too much stuff happened in this chapter in all fairness, you know? This yeah. was just like a, a reintroduction chapter. Yeah. There's a lot of like, you know, character stuff, like inter- interpersonal stuff, but you know, if you haven't Nothing really to kind of write home about. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a lot of catch-up. You know, it's been a while. uh, Seeing where everybody is for the most part. Uh, I appreciated that. Um, I guess I'll get into my thoughts. Uh, Man, you don't know what you got until it's gone, huh? I I didn't know how much I realized I missed Black Clover until it came back. Um, It is genuinely very good to have it back. And, you know, I have a tumultuous relationship with black clover 
Uh, oh yes, very well documented. But you know what? Case. I'll tell you what. I think it's more on the positive side in my heart, <laughs> just because when I when I read Black Clover and I was in the middle of this chapter, I was like, "Damn, it's so good to have it back." You know, I, I guess like I really missed it. Um, there's the scene with uh, Austin and the sister. And um, I really like this scene because this is like something from the very first chapter. Uh, he proposed to this girl like in the very first chapter. And, you know, the, seeing him as an adult, basically, you know, years later, I think he was like 14. So it's been four years probably since since Black Clover started in their time. Uh, and, you know, bringing it all full circle like this was very sweet. Um, and to have Asta's like usual happy-go-lucky positive attitude to getting rejected is um was a very sweet moment for him um yeah you know he you could tell that he he's a little heartbroken but you know he's like hey, i i had to try and that's always been asta um as annoying as i find him sometimes i think he is a very uh good character for people to absorb uh he has a very good nature and energy around him uh and he hasn't yelled once in this entire chapter basically so I respect right. that. Um, I, I respect that. But I like it. Uh, yeah, that moment was cool. The end, that those last two pages were cool. The art in this series has improved drastically. And it was never bad, but it's like so good these days, you know. He's always been such a great, he's, he's become such a great artist uh, just in general, Tabata has. And uh, it's, it's good to have it back. Um... I liked it. I liked it a lot. And um, I'm glad it's back. This was a very close third for me because if it wasn't, I think I, I mentioned Chainsaw Man was my second. I don't even remember what I did. But if I did, this is, if I didn't say that, then Black Clover is my second favorite chapter this week. Uh, very deserving of the audience RGC. I'm expecting it to win a whole ton more. Uh, so, you know. Follow us on Twitter if you guys want to vote for Black Clover every single week uh, from now on. But, yeah, I, I don't have much else to say. Great chapter. Everybody should read Black Clover at least once. I mean, I'd like to go back and try it again, like, from the beginning, knowing what I know now. And, you know, it'll be good. But I'm in the middle of my My Hero Academia run, so maybe, maybe, after, maybe after that. But uh, should we move on, guys? Yes. All righty then. Undead Unluck, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're not. Yep. Yeah, good. This is Undead Unluck, chapter 121, Unfair. Um, so last we left off, Billy has been revealed to have the unfair negation, and he has been trouncing uh, Ruin with this ability, uh, stacking abilities. He's basically got him trapped. And uh, after, you know, goading him and, you know, revealing that his power, the requirement of his power is that he has to, people have to, like, consider him a threat and or generally not like him in order for his power to take effect. Uh, and now that he's genuinely got unruined, pissed off at him, he was able to snatch his power. And now he has the ruin, the unruined negation, um, which is pretty cool. Um, so, you know. He's going to take on uh, Unruin uh, while Andy and Fuko get away. Tatiana also joins the fight. Um, 
And uh, there's a very sweet moment where uh, Tatiana pulls out her robot pinky and um, she asks Fuko to promise her, you know, like that, you know, because she knows she's about to die uh, in this in, in this loop. So, you know, her last words are like, hey, I know you guys are going to make it through the loop. Um, so, you know, if I need you to get to the next loop and when you're there, I'll still be me. Come find me. And be my friend all over again. Um, and uh, Fuko gives her the pinky swear. And it's very sweet. And very sad. And they're both crying. Um, and uh, they both fuck off. <laughs> I guess. And uh, jump into yeah. the gate. Um, you know. They say goodbye. You see you around. They give you a thumbs up. Uh, and they jump in. Ruin is tight. He's like no. Damn it. I'm not letting them go. Um, <laughs> and Tatiana punches the shit sick. out of him. Um, and uh, Billy, you know, takes a moment. He's like, "I'm sorry for the things I've done." And uh, Tatiana's like, "For which things? You know, for calling me untouchable, for saying my saying you wanted my ability, for not telling us, telling me you'd betray us." He's like, "Yeah, but you know, I did all that stuff, but I wanted to make you happy, and all I've managed to do is make you cry." So. You know, and uh, Tatiana's like, no, that's not true. I only made it this far because of your kindness and all that stuff. And, um, you know, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> and besides, she's like, besides right now, I'm happy as I can be because I'm with you and Fuko, two people who I love so much, fighting and risking it all just to see each other again. And um, yeah, they uh, she basically is just like, I know we're going to die here, but. You know, since you can't die because you're pop- copying Unruin right now, stay by my side until I die. Um, and a pretty morbid thing to hear, like a young, like a seven-year-old girl say, um, or something. However old she is, um, I think she's maybe a little bit older. Yeah, she looks really young. She, yeah, she looks really. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate how young she looks. Um, yeah. But let's say she's 14. <laughs> I don't know how old she is. I forget. She is She is an adolescent. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, let's put it adolescent. Um, so, yeah. Morbid thing for a child to say either way. Um, and um, Fuko and Andy land to the Ark, um, where the Ark is. And it's reminiscent of that one panel where they first got to the Union where it's the round table, all of the other negators were there, except this time it's just Huis standing there and saying, it reminds me of the time the first uh, the first time you guys came here. It's time to make a choice, undead and unluck. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, wow. Moving chapter. Josh, what did you think? I enjoyed this chapter. Undead unluck's streak finally uh, died. Um, oh, that feels with a this harsh. week, that sounds horrible, I guess. But I'm looking at the past few uh, weeks, and you know, it's it's one on the fourth, the eleventh, the nineteenth, on the twenty seventh, which was the previous um, episode we did. The audience gave it a, um, a RGC. Uh, not any of us. We all gave it to One Piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it went on a tear. It was. It, it has been really good, and this chapter still was good. Um, but I gotta tell you this: I was on the edge of my seat 
full on anxiety. Like I was watching a thriller like movie or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so scared that this was gonna turn into Lollipalooza <laughs> 2022, bro. Like I was like, please. As I kept turning the pages and she kept talking, I was like, please, <laughs> please don't do this. Jesus. <laughs> Billy is unambiguously grown, and you are unambiguously a child. Please don't, don't. Damn, their relationship had already been a little weird. Um, but I think it's just the way they talk. It's the dialogue. It's very like. <laughs> I'm gonna use adjacent again. I guess that's my word of the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's romantic adjacent. <laughs> I guess you could just Lolly say affectionate. Lollipalooza. Yeah, yeah, like Lolly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing to ta- Tatiana has always made me uncomfy because she's naked yes. the entire series and she looks like a little girl, so it's But you know, it's like all right, that's manga in Japanese culture. It's like fine. You guys are comfortable with <laughs> No, it's, it's not fine. It's 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 uh, <laughs> something. It's something. It's something. It's something that I am not going to comment further on in particular. Yeah, just know that that it makes us uncomfy, and uh, we don't love it. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I'm reading Undead Unluck, and I'm just like, why? Why does she? Why she have to be? Why she have to be naked? She couldn't have a training bra. No, she evaporates everything. Yeah, she can't. That way, it's the bummer thing is that the, the the logistical thing about her ability in particular. Is that she cannot wear clothing, uh, but you didn't have to make her look like a child, dude. <laughs> Whatever, right? It's it's weird. No matter what age, it's weird if that she looks like a like a child. Uh, but well said. Anyway, yeah, go on, Josh. <laughs> oh, you know what? I want to point something out. At chapter seventeen, on the bottom left panel. Look Look who's on uh, Undead's pants. Remember that guy? Clothy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that the first time. That was actually really cool. Yeah, Andy's always wearing clothy. No, for sure. But, like, he didn't have to show that. And he did. Yeah. No. Maybe it's going to be relevant in the next chapter. That'd be interesting. That's what I would call good execution. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's nice uh, little I thing. mean, if... If that happens to be the case next week, where something happens where Clothy is like really important, you know? Well, he's important because he, because Andy could always just be dressed while wearing him. That's that's his utility. Is that Andy doesn't always have to be naked as long as Clothy's around. Right. Uh. Sure. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised if Clothy comes in for the clutch in this. But, not like that. Just maybe he'll sacrifice himself. I don't know. Hopefully uh, not. I don't want to see Andy naked again. Yeah, he's naked. We yeah. got we got way more than we needed to in the first few arcs. Yeah, something. I mean, he likes drawing people naked. I guess. He sure does. Um. Beyond that, we don't have too many other thoughts. I do wonder what's about to happen with Juice. 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 Queez. I think uh, it's Queez. I think it could be Juice. Why don't feel like they're about to fight? Why does she seem standoff? Why are they standing off? Why is Fuko looking at her like that? Is she like 
Why do you have that stupid fucking helmet on? Yeah. <laughs> Did no. they ever see her with the helmet on before? Is that what it is? Yeah, she Maybe she wore the helmet. She wore the helmet for a while uh, when they first met, and then it took her a while to take oh, yeah. off the helmet. Um, true, true, true. Yeah, I guess uh, my thoughts are similar. <laughs> um, I don't have much to, uh, all that much to say about Undead Unlock. Josh pretty much said it all. Uh, it was a nice touching, as as kind of like weird as it is, it, it is kind of a touching thing. If you're looking at it from a father-daughter relationship between Billy and Tatiana, it is sweet. Because these guys are, these guys are close, you know, they're, um, like, he's the one who kind of rescued her and, and brought her into the union. So I, I very much, um, you know, it was nice to send them off this way for now, at least until the next loop starts. Um, right. I don't know if they're going to fight Huis. I think it'd be weird if they did. I don't know why she would do that, but maybe she wants to take that loop with uh, Andy. That's what I was thinking about just oh, now. Oh, yeah, because she does the loop every time. She, she uses the arc every time to loop. So, I, I mean, maybe I she's like, listen, uh, Fugo, that's my man. <laughs> yeah, I may have it right now in this loop, but we was together the past 100,000 loops. So, yeah. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, Shorty. You better square up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Imagine it would be wild. She's like, I tried. I'm sorry. I know we made all these plans and we was all on the same team, but I cannot let this go. <laughs> I must get. I must get my man. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, that makes. I mean, I, that doesn't make sense, but um, I would hope they don't fight because it just is. It is strange. It's like this was your idea. <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, I think it's going to be more of a philosophical thing going forward. I don't know. Cause she says it's time to make a choice. So, and I don't think she can deny that both of them need to go this time. So it'd be, I, I can't find a reason for the, her to try to prevent them from going. Um, she can't, they can't keep having their friends constantly betray them on their way to this fucking table. Um, but who knows? Yeah, I wouldn't love that alternative, but I don't know. It looks looks like they're about to stand off. Yeah. Actually, what happened to Seal? Did I did I miss Seal's that? fighting? Is he fighting somebody? Is yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, him? yeah. Um, when they fought Nico, um, they were fighting. They 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 gave that test to that kid. I forget his name, but there was a kid. They were like, you got. Oh yeah, you the robot here. kid, the 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 um the living fucking uh artifact. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, but yeah, I don't have much else to say about undead, undead unluck. Uh, any thoughts on your end, Josh? Nah, I said what I said. All right. Well, that has been undead unluck, and that has been our show. Hoo wee! Uh, that was um, that was a bit of a marathon. Hey, I mean, you know, this is a classic NJC. This is the first time we've had everyone back since Chainsaw Man went away initially. So it is good to have it, all of our series that we usually cover in one episode again. Um, for manga, anyway. Yeah, for the manga, anyway. Um, but with that being said, that's been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at NY Chillin on Twitter. Uh, Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow him at twitch.tv slash it's punchline to watch him stream. 
you can follow the show itself at New Gem City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show on uh, Twitter especially uh, because we do a really good chapter of the week poll every week that you guys get to vote on your favorite chapters. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Check us out on there. Uh, you can also comment under any video that you're listening to right now. Uh, leave us a subscribe while you're at it. Give us that, give it that nice subscription. Uh, subscribe, like, share, comment, do all of the things. If you like audio podcasts, we're pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts. So check us out on any of those platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, Pandora we're on. Uh, so yeah, do the thing guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you soon, guys. Uh, stay safe. New, stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for listening. Y'all see my face next week. Bye. Believe it.